Welcome to SFTM, otherwise known as Salvation from the Matrix. I am your host, Brian Amaker. If you need some wisdom to deal with the constant pressures of life and need a truthful message to help you find your purpose in your career, business, and relationships, this is the podcast for you. It's another day and another show with me. I hope you're inspired by this message. Thank you and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the Salvation from the Matrix podcast. This is your host, Brian. This is my first podcast. This is official, right? This is the official podcast. And obviously, if you followed me across, you know, Emeka Tech HD, if you see me online, Twitter, whatever, or if you're just coming across this podcast for the first time, I'm going to give a brief introduction to what the podcast is as we start. But before I do that, I want to introduce um, the person that's going to be um, talking with me today, and that's my lovely wife, Brianna. Hi, guys. I'm the lovely wife. <laughs> so, well, we're gonna, I'm going to just give a brief introduction because you've probably come across and seen Salvation from the Matrix, and you're like, what is this? What does this even mean? Well, I'm a huge movie fan. I love the Matrix movie, and I, I, I really love the metaphorical um, kind of like explanation he had for our society. It's a great film, but I think that that's such a powerful movie in itself, especially the first one. And really what I'm trying to do with this podcast is to help people, free people, you know, help them find a purpose in life, help them, you know, find salvation through God, help them find happiness, success, motivate them, inspire them. And it's all about breaking you free from whatever is holding you down, whether you're depressed, whether it's just you're struggling in a part of life and you need something or you need a word, you need some kind of inspiration to get you out of there. I already have kind of motivational um, and inspirational messages on my YouTube channel if you want to check that out. And I'll link that right now in the description. And if you're watching on any other platform, um, the link will be available for you to check out as well. But if you just want to search for it, just search Salvation from the Matrix on YouTube or hashtag SFTM. Anyway, guys, so let's get the podcast started. <laughs> so what are we talking about today? So um, I want to talk about this um, topic because I have been going through it. I've been living it. And the topic today is going to be about marriage. Significant things has happened. The world richest man in Jeff Bezos just got is getting divorced. So it, I think it's an interesting topic to talk about right now because I've seen some things that I do not like. Uh, um, with the with the headlines and just myself, you know, as a person, I got married last year. I'm very happy, obviously. <laughs> You're very well aware of that. And um, I'm a you know 24 year old guy. Maybe some people might say that's young. To me, that's that's fine. I don't know. That's why I'm I'm talking about this. I really want to get all these opinions and ideas out there, and I want to understand. You no, know, put my voice out there and see what people think about this. What about you? Well, well, there is that thing of being young. I think we did get a lot of backlash because of that. When we got married, they're like, um, okay. So there are these lots of like preconceived notions about marriage. And I feel like as time goes on, it's sort of getting more and more of a bad rap, especially because you see in the headlines, yeah. these people seems like everybody's getting divorced you know mm -hmm. the couples that you looked up to like oh you know their relationship goals and yeah, then the couple you know years yeah. later they're like oh they're getting a divorce and they're like 
oh, I have no hope and love anymore because they were <laughs> it. So if they can't find it, I can't find it. Marriage is a sham. <laughs> True. And for me, um, I always, I'm, I'm Nigerian. So I've always, marriage has always been a, it's forever, right? You know, obviously I've never seen as divorce as a thing. It's just not the culture where I'm from. Um, you're American. Divorce, more it happens. You see, you've seen it more happen. Fifty percent. Yeah. You got a fifty-fifty chance, pretty much. So, why do you think that's happening? Uh, there's lots of different reasons why mm -hmm. that's happening, to be honest. And I can say the, you know, now that we're sort of, you know, we go to school until we're like thirty years old now. Like people are getting yeah. degrees on degrees on degrees because they you know, told us that college was how we need to be, like how we're gonna be successful in life. So we're prolonging our, you know, adolescence in a sense. So that's one reason. But then we look back at our parents' generation where that wasn't as big of a thing and all of them are like going through their midlife crises now and getting divorced. So there's just so many, so many There's factors. so many reasons, yeah. I, I agree. I wanna narrow down on a particular one I want to narrow down on social media because hmm. I think it's the most recent problem that is coming out these days we've seen um, a lot of things in headlines news of you know famous people oh they're caught in their DMs hmm. they're talking to this yeah. girl and you know it's exposed and all of them you know it's, it's cracking marriages we've seen it happen we saw what happened with um, there's just so many famous people right now. But you is know. it social media that's the problem? Because, I mean, people have been cheating forever. No, it's I'm more not saying, accessible now because yeah. you have options. I'm saying it's the tool. someone who's going to cheat is going to cheat whether they're in the DMs or they find you in the grocery store. <laughs> no, I agree with that. But I'm saying that social media has changed the game. Oh, yeah, for Whereas sure. Whereas before, maybe a man had access to maybe the people around him. Now he can ask a girl for nudes that is probably a country away, True. you know? Like it's 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 so bad now. It's really like you have to really keep very vigilant. If you're someone of honor, if you're someone of you know faith, religion, you have to be very very careful with social media. You have to be very very vigilant, especially if you're a successful man. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm looking at this Jeff Bezos thing, and you know, you were telling me that apparently he cheated. Um, that's the headlines now. They are like the women that destroyed Jeff Bezos' marriage, which is crazy to me. Why do you think that's crazy? Because she didn't destroy his marriage. If he actually cheated, he destroyed his own marriage, you know? It's so, not her fault. He made the vow to her. I, I agree, thing, so. although I do I think, think that's you know, crazy it, to be a headline that she destroyed his marriage. Yeah, they're always going to skew it like that, unfortunately. It's just the way the society right. is. But I do agree, obviously. He's his own marriage. He should be a lot more responsible. Um, but you have to think that a man like Jeff Bezos is probably... A lot of women are probably going to want to sleep with him. Uh, not to excuse his behavior, of course. You know, it's completely sad that they're having to get divorced. But, you know, women today don't see wedding rings meaning anything either. You I know? mean, it actually makes men more attractive to them. Cause like, oh, he's a marriage Apparently, <laughs> I've been told that. Apparently, it makes <laughs> it men does. more attractive. I noticed that. When you have your ring on, I'm like, oh, hold up. But I don't know. Like, <laughs> is, is that a problem? Is it? Is that a, like encouraged in movies maybe? Like, I don't know. I mean, it's mainly, I feel like it's more of like a broken woman sort of thing. Uh -huh. They see, you know, a man who's married. Together and everything. So maybe they want to have that. I yeah. guess. I mean, it's something maybe people who didn't have fathers, maybe that's something mm. that 
appeals to them. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm it's really... It's not an issue that I have, so I don't completely understand. What pisses me off about the situation, really, is seeing all the headlines of, oh, how much money is she going to get? How much money is she going to get? And I'm like, what about the kids? You know? That's so unfortunate that all people care about is how much she's going to get in the divorce settlement. Are you serious? Like, are you guys kidding me? It makes no sense. Is I that mean, what people care about? I get it, though, because he's literally the richest man in yeah, the world. But like, so it's hard to not think about I that. I would be disappointed. But, yeah, there are kids involved, and that's very sad. Yeah. But thankfully, it sort of looks like they're still on good terms. But I don't that's know. also a to, fake thing that people do on social media. You need to think, though. Too. Yeah, you need to think that Amazon PR is going to have to go overdrive. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. Like, Amazon's probably like, oh, crap, this is not good. No, it's not. I... <laughs> You have to think that they're going, okay, PR, PR, PR. They have to come out as if there's a mutual thing. I don't think uh, divorce is yeah, you're, ever, you're ever, ever. Uh, Especially if there's cheating allegations. Exactly. Not be I don't think there's ever a time where it's like, oh, why are still going to be friends? And like, that doesn't work. I'm sorry. That's not true. Uh, we were technically friends when we broke up for that short stint, but we realized that being uh, friends is kind of hard. <laughs> Either together yeah, or you're but not. like. I still but like, they do have kids, so they have to be cordial. This is different, This is a marriage of how many years? Decades? But they have kids, so they have to be cordial. I'm not saying they won't be cordial. I'm just saying, like, you know. I mean, just saying that you're friends doesn't mean you're buddy-buddy. You guys are going out for ice cream every Friday. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. it could just be mean, you know, we still have love for each other. We're never going to speak bad about one another or be a certain type of way. Okay. That's, That's what fair. I see by being friends with an ex, quote-unquote, friends. Fair. I just don't like, um, I just don't like the whole situation where people seem to be enjoying the frenzy on social media of the money part. Like, it's so important to them, you know? I, you know, I don't care if she's getting the money, it's whatever. Um, if she is part of the business, if she helped grow it, it's only fair, whatever. But, like, I don't like the... Ooh, she's going to become the next billionaire. for the, Like, you know, like, it just seems like people I are mean, enjoying it. I mean, it's part of a desensitization because we always see every other day so-and-so got divorced. So it's not even like a sorrowful It's not taboo thing. anymore. It's not taboo. It's the norm. It seems like, especially in like high profile relationships with like Hollywood relationships or people who, you know, have power status in society. It's mm-hmm. just normal especially in those I feel like the percentage is probably a lot higher in those circles because money tends to make things I mean it can make things better but it can also make a lot of things worse unfortunately true especially when it comes to being faithful and being together in a marriage so moving away from um, marriage a little bit I wanted to focus on the social media aspect of things because me and you kind of made the uh, our New Year's resolution really was to use social media less or to not even use it at all. And why, just to to get people to understand, is that we are seeing a society that, you know, I don't think you've seen the negative. I think we all know that social media can be negative. We all know that. But the problem is that, are we really ready to do something about it or to really understand that this is something that probably should be regulated, kind of like smoking? in my opinion. I think it's the next smoking. I think that people don't see how bad it's affecting them until it's too late. You know, I've seen, a, you know, I've seen some of the stats that there's a lot less empathy in people. 
there's you know obviously you know suicide rates in teenagers and all this kind of stuff that's happening you know there's a lot more depression in society now yeah I because just, i feel like mm-hmm. i'm sorry to interrupt but like the whole depression thing because of social media we have this false sense of connection with people yeah. instead of um really going out into the real world so to speak mm. and building those true connections which is literally necessary for our souls we are meant to be social beings meant to be connected to connect with people. with people and we have this false sense of connection since we see everybody on facebook and we know what they're doing in their lives uh, we're you know connected to them in a sense but we're not building those true connections that help us thrive as people i mean yeah social media was built to be able to, for you to say hi to uh uncle ted you know once in a while since you guys don't see yourself so often but now we do it for personal relationships yeah. you know people. i mean you feel like since you say hi to uncle ted on facebook you guys are like cool instead of just going to see him wherever he is you know yeah, i just think that you know there's just so much filth as well everywhere on social media there's a lot of violence a lot of anger a lot of hate is this really bad hate culture that I see? People can't wait to tear something or someone down. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm really worried that we are encouraging this really toxic atmosphere. I don't, I don't think it's good for people. I don't think it's good for people's health. I don't think it's good for people's relationships and marriage, you know? Coming back to marriage. In, in the sense that, you know, you have a society where... People, I don't know, like, uh, what was that um, story the other day? Um, I'm, I'm trying to remember a particular story, but it's it's more or less on the lines of just young girls on social media who are half naked. We see it a lot, you know, they're called Instagram models. There's part of that as well. There's Instagram models, people who are doing stuff professionally. But we're seeing more and more, you know, just young girls who feel that it is good for their self-esteem for them to be half-naked online. And I'm worried that as we go on and on and, you know, into the future, we're going to see more of this. And it's it's damaging because if you place your self-esteem on other people liking you, that can be problematic in real life. But when it's all social media, when things are heightened into a state that is not controllable, you can find yourself in very nasty situations. And we're seeing the results in, obviously, obviously, like I said, more depression and suicide rates and all that kind of stuff. But now it's 20 times more when a young girl who probably, you know, just needs attention or whatever, is going through something, can take off her shirt and take risky pictures and get 20,000 likes from complete strangers it's getting out of hand and I don't know if parents were prepared for this I don't want to I don't know if I should blame parents or I don't want to place blame on anyone but like I'm thinking of my own daughter I'm thinking of my own family when I have kids how am I going to manage that how am I going to deal with social media because it's whether you like it or not it's here to stay yeah definitely but I think that's the whole basis of this whole social media addiction because we're all seeking validation from the world that you know our life is somehow not as crazy as it feels sometimes oh you're gonna like that other thing that person is doing you want that life or yeah you know we do it 
you know, people do things for the likes. You make posts because you want people to like it. You post a certain picture because you want people to like it. And that's a lot of the reason why I haven't posted on social media for, what, almost five, six years now? Because I noticed every time I post, I was like, ooh, how many likes am I getting? And I noticed, oh, these other people are getting more likes. Does that mean, like something's wrong with me and I was like you know this is a very toxic thought process I'm just gonna not post at all because I'm gonna live in the moment and if I'm enjoying my life it doesn't matter if other people yeah. are agreeing whether or not my life is great or not <laughs> do you remember life you were probably obviously you were, were, were at the same age so you were young do you remember life before social media do you think things have changed that much I mean, it's kind of hard because the life before social media, I was a child, yeah. so it's obviously still different. Compared to being an adult. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, I was a little older because I was in Nigeria. We didn't have as much social media or much access to it because of the, in the internet situation down there. I would, I'm obviously it's a different society as well mm -hmm. compared to America. But I would, I've still seen, you know, my Nigerian friends complain about the same thing. People being envious of people, wanting lives that are obviously fake. There's a lot of fakery out there. A lot of people who are pretending yeah. to have this great, fabulous There's life. But Lots of pretenders. Like, you see those stories of, you know, YouTuber influencers. Or not YouTuber, but social media influencers mm -hmm. who are, like, in tons of debt because they've been taking these lavish vacations oh, just, and buying all yeah. these clothes just to take Instagram photos to get likes. So. Exactly. Or people using Photoshop to, you know, adjust their bodies. Or I saw a story the other day of a girl who was Photoshopping herself in Paris and stuff like that. Oh, I'm yeah, like, I did see that. That's so, ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> who does the links like that, that people go to. I mean, if you took all that energy you're putting into living a fake life, you can probably just live that but life for it's real. It's because they get fame and success from it. That's yeah. that's the reason why people Back do it. Back to the it. validation. And, you know, people are sitting there scrolling and they're looking for something. They're looking for freedom. You know, I was thinking and today and I was, you know, listening to music, which I kind of like to do um, instrumental music because the music today is trash. Um, and this quote, I saw this quote on a comment section of a, a particular um, video that said, one day your life is going to flash before your eyes. Make sure it's worth watching. And that's stuck out for me so much. Like some people's life is going to be just a flash of scrolling. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like it's going to be going to be you scrolling through Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Like looking at years. other people and wanting their lives. And yes. it's like. America has a way of making you think that you're you're not good enough, number one, and that you are in a prison and that you're, you you need to escape. You need to break free of this thing. But the truth and actual fact is that the door is open in the prison cell. It's open in a jail cell, but you're struggling on the bars. This happens to so many people where they're like, I'm trapped, I need to get this, I need to get that. You're seeing people having fun. But instead of you just opening your perspective, opening your mind and working out, you're struggling on the prison bars because you, you think you're trapped. You think you're in jail. <laughs> you don't have anything to say about that? I mean, <laughs> I'm just processing. I mean, it's true. It's true. Like 
we're so focused on our situation and focused on you know the things that we can't control the things that are you know sucky in our situation instead of putting our energy into the things that we can control yep. the things that we can change to make our situation better and i think that's a big issue that we have so i want to go back to salvation from the matrix and why you know i created this channel and it's an interesting name i i would admit that salvation from the matrix i really want to help people right i really want to free people because i've been there you know i went to college and it was uh, coming from nigeria um you know young just you know barely getting into my 20s and the culture shock with just everything that was going on it was really tough it was really difficult and just i knew this you know it wasn't something i wanted to do but you know there's a lot of pressure on me so that was unique in itself but one thing that was not unique was the sight of loneliness in the country there's so many people who just are just lonely who are just you know sad who are just depressed and college does that to a lot of people but you know I, I think it extends beyond college i think it goes beyond that and I, I see so many people who are sad and depressed and i myself was in that position so i want to help people get free on that because I, number one you, you can you can get free of it you can escape it but you really need to change your perspective it's one of the most hardest things to do in life is to change your perspective for example right if you are <laughs> if you are a, a frog in boiling water in a pot it's really hard for you to realize that outside of that boiling water the temperature is not that hot right but like when you're in that boiling water all you think about it's so freaking hot in here it's it's burning and you know it's hot it's hot it's hot to be able to change your perspective to realize that outside of that hotness is coolness it's it's one of the hardest things to do you might be thinking oh i'm, I'm gonna be free but you you don't know right you don't you're a frog you don't know any better <laughs> like you know you're just in a pot you're boiling <laughs> you know that's the, people be like but this is this is what happens actual actual facts put a frog in a pot and slowly boil it it won't get out until he dies why are we talking about a frog and a pot? No, because it's, 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 it's... I'm so confused. No, because, like, this is something... It's, 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 it's like an African uh, adage. Like, this is something that, you know, our, our parents told me. Mm -hmm. It's basically, like, you know, people don't notice water. Like, when it's when it's getting hot, it, it's gradual. It doesn't just get hot. You know, it's very gradual, very gradual, very gradual. And then before you know it, it's boiling. That's a lot what happens to a lot of people. They don't notice the the, 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 the darkness, the depression creeping over the walls. They don't notice it coming. Before you know it, you're in it. And you're like, what is going on? Like, I cannot be, I'm not, I'm not, I can't get excited or have the energy to do anything. Before you know it, you're paralyzed. It's, it's taking over. And this is that's why I'm using the whole boiling water situation. A lot of people don't know it. And then when you're in that situation where you're like, why is it all of a sudden it's so hot? It's very hard for you to change your perspective because all you're concerned about is how did I get here and why is this happening to me? And this is why it happens to a lot of people who get depressed. So they don't know how they got there. Right? 
you, you think about it in depression you don't really know how you got unless something really significant happened to you and you can point to that but sometimes with depression is just you don't even know how you ended it up there but you're there and you're wondering how how did that happen why is this happening to me and all you can think about is it yeah. the, the depression the hotness so <laughs> forgive forgive my wife she's she, she, i mean you she's, just like looking at me after you say this long monologue like what am i supposed to say after that <laughs> you're supposed to chime in you know she no no I'm, i mean i understand you we are very different personally as people i'm more talkative she's more of the brains i'm speaking about brains you're in medical school trying to be a doctor yes such a transition <laughs> yes yeah, such a transition the reason why i mentioned that is because i just want to take this little moment to say that i'm very proud of you oh, and i want everybody you, to know that anyway moving on from proud husband what is there any particular topic in mind that you wanted to talk about i'm putting you on the spot again i'm not supposed to do that yeah i'm looking at you like um i literally told you do not put me on the do spot, not on the spot. i'm not going to husbands to i want you to understand and the one thing you have to do when you get married is to pay attention and listen uh no actually i was just joking with you there we're just going to continue talking about marriage here because that's the main reason why we're doing this podcast so six months seven months maybe also I know. We're going I just, into six months. It's yeah, I know. I, I know. It's about six months. What do you think so far about being married? Was it what you expected? Um, yes and no. Okay. I mean, I know that marriage is not necessarily a super easy thing, mm-hmm. but I think because of our specific situation, we sort of got thrown into that pot of boiling water yeah we just went straight into the crazy because we had to you know uproot our lives from where we were and sort of come together for the first time after being long distance for five years so Mm -hmm. it's just a very a lot of transitions at once you know i started school you had to start a new job we both relocated now we're into this married life that neither one of us has done before so it was just a lot of change at once and you know after the other events that happened it was just there's a lot of stuff yeah craziness from day one so it's hard to really process what what would you tell a young couple that are maybe our age that was like 23 Mm -hmm. would you tell them to wait because a lot of people like saying that that you know why don't you wait you're like 28 or whatever and get married and i mean i feel like if you know that you truly want to be married to this person then there's Mm. really no reason to wait because i mean for what if you know you're gonna spend the rest of your life with this person if you're not sure then absolutely wait until you're sure or yeah if you're not sure (laughs) then don't probably shouldn't be getting married but if you're sure and you know in your heart, like if you're a Christian and you, you know, you've consulted God about this, you've consulted other people who mm-hmm. can give you wisdom and you know in your heart that this, this is, is the right decision, then what are the benefits of waiting? You're just wasting time and we don't have a lot of time in this life. No, we don't. No, we don't. Which is which is crazy that a lot of people, the, the, the age for divorce keeps getting like closer to 30. I don't even know if, it, if it's that exactly, but I know it's late 20s for sure. And 
I don't know what kind of effect it's having on people. I think it's having an effect on, on men in the sense that it's making them less responsible. Because one mm -hmm. of the things that I told uh, my best friend, I was like, and he was asking me about marriage. I said, listen, one thing that marriage teaches you is being responsible. Now, my, this might not work for everybody. Some people are just, they just don't have a responsible <laughs> bone in their body. Yeah. And marriage just exposes how irresponsible they are. But one thing that marriage teaches you as a person is being responsible. And you, you, because you're not just responsible for yourself anymore, you're responsible for someone else. And, you know, if you have kids, even more so. So I think it's, it's, it's a situation now where, you know, I think a lot of young men, a lot of people are making the excuses in their 20s. They're like, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm too young or I've not signed I mean, the wrong person. A lot yet. of these people are too young, though. If we look at our generation, like we're very immature <laughs> at a older age, you know, because of the way society is set up. No, we're because not, we're babied. Yeah, we're not made to be mature until we're like into our late 20s, early 30s. Then we finally like oh, like, maybe I should, like, settle down and, like, have a family or something. No, I mean, yeah. And, I mean, which like, is get responsibility. <laughs> like, true, true. we literally have adulting classes. Like, this is sad. What? Adulting classes? Yeah, to teach people how to be adults. Like, that's where what? we are right wait, now. Wait, 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 hold <laughs> up. Adulting classes from where? I mean, I saw somewhere on the internet where they, like, teach you how to do adult things. Like, like pay taxes? Yeah, I guess taxes, cooking, sewing, like just oh weird stuff. God. It's weird. First of all, sewing. I used to wear a uniform when I was a kid. I know how to sew. Cooking, I know how to cook. It's like these were basic things that were taught to me. Oh, I lost land from my mom, you know, as a kid. I just the normal American now, like you know, that's the millennial. No, we don't get taught that though. Like our, I mean, we're not. In this whole like new millennial type thing, everything like, is done for you. No. Yeah, basically. I mean, women are not like at home anymore. We're out working, so those type of skills don't really get passed down. This and is... then they don't teach us this in school, so we get to be an adult and we're like, oh, how do we do, do this simple thing like them? write a check? <laughs> um, yeah, I think they should. I mean, who else is gonna? I mean, I think parents should be teaching these things, but sometimes parents don't really know. Like, where do we learn before we get out of school, like, about credit? Like, how does this whole credit thing no, work? Like, I get a credit card you. and I, like, am I supposed to pay this bill every month? What happens if I don't pay the bill every month? Like, stuff like that. Yeah, I, I didn't realize how, because I heard this thing before, um, a while when I was in college, and, you know, this particular speaker said, people don't under understand how damaging it is for a person that takes on debts of 50000 100000 or more the, the, the interest rate on that and everything and how limiting that is for you for your financial future people and we're making 16 i mean we're making 18 19 20 year olds make this decision when they have no idea what that means for the long term yeah it's like it's 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 crazy it's ridiculous and they exp like i feel bad and sometimes i understand the criticisms that are labeled at millennials but also like people need to understand that there was no they basically gave us a freaking microwave and did not give us the instructions now i understand that using the microwave is, is easy to use and you can figure it out you know if you're smart but like not everyone is that smart and number two 
if you've never seen a microwave before you're gonna be like what is this shiny glowing box <laughs> so that's like what happens to people i think that when they, they kind of get out of life they, they see life and they're like what my parents didn't tell me this no one told me this no one told me that i'm not saying that you should be babied and told everything in your life some things you have to figure out for yourself yeah definitely but like there's some basic parenting techniques and tricks and just tips about life that is not getting passed on that i'm seeing in america that is i don't know that, that's kind of creating these adult babies that we see today <laughs> that's exactly what it is adult i mean babies. like yeah i like, just seen so many adult babies that i'm seeing like <laughs> i'm seeing people that are like 20 no 24 20 no 25 you know women that don't know how to cook now i don't want to sound misogynist and sexist like they would make you sound like this is labels at men too like you know not just women but like are you are you serious are you gonna live off starbucks for the rest of your life like i understand (laughs) you know i mean i get it that's just sort of the culture now because since you know back in the day the women stayed at home they cook, they clean, that was their job. But now that we're out in the workforce, you know, our mothers, my mother was at work all the time. Not it's saying a basic that she thing, though. couldn't it's cook, a, but it's she a didn't basic, cook as much. It's a, basic, yeah. it's a basic tenement of life. Like, it's a basic thing that you should know how to do. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they can cook enough to survive. Or hopefully they have know. enough. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I know I can cook to survive. But. You can cook to survive, but like a lot of people just eat frozen food that A, is not good for you. Like some people don't understand the value of cooking like A, a piece of meat or chicken that's actually fresh. Like or something or some vegetables or like, you know, like it's stuff, basic stuff that people don't understand. Like, and I, I don't know, it's not being passed on to the kids. But anyway back to your favorite topic marriage and the reason why i'm talking about this is because you know you said you wanted you have a lot of things that you wanted to say about marriage so if there were three things three main topics three main points that you wanted to talk about in regards to marriage what would they be um (laughs) why are you always putting me i gotta put you in the spot i'm sorry I mean, what are some things that you think about marriage and I can go off from there? This okay. is your podcast. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. So, um, I think that people should marry younger. I think that <sighs> marriage should be, it should be something that you should be looking forward to. I don't know if people look forward to marriage anymore. I don't know if people even... You know, for me, it's something that I always saw myself... I don't think people understand marriage. I think that's the main thing. Okay. They think they're going to get into this marriage and, you know, being with this man or being with this woman is going to change their lives drastically. But that's not what marriage is really about. I mean, you have to think about when you get into being married to someone, you say, till death do us part. And you have to love this imperfect person mm. through all their imperfections. You know that, you know, some days they're going to piss you off. Of course. Some days you're not going <laughs> to like them. Some days you're not going to, you know, you're going to question like, wait, why did I even do this? Mm-hmm. So it's really about learning to love people unconditionally. That's really what marriage is about. It's not about 
what you can get out of it. What you will get out of it is it's going to open up your eyes to a lot of your flaws and imperfections. And be like, oh, wait a second. I didn't even know this side of me existed. Mm. But I'm sitting here with this other person who's showing me all my issues. And now I'm getting a little bit irritated because I didn't want to know that I'm this, you know, messed up. Yeah, I think a lot of people sometimes just see the rosy side of things and think, okay, yeah. it's all going to be sunshine. I mean, there's a lot of good to it, but there's a lot of... I mean, I feel like if you're not a very self-aware person who's willing to change marriage is going to be very hard for you okay. it's just going to be because you can look at you know that whole exposing your flaws as a bad thing or you can see it as a good thing in that oh wow now i know this is here that i can change it and i can be a better person i would say one of the main things that you should look for or do in a marriage is your partner has to be your friend absolutely they just have to be a hundred percent and and people you know it's a cliche people talk about it all the time they say oh yeah she's my friend or he's my friend but like are it's they so really your friend but yeah it's, it's not so your important. lover but a true friend yes <laughs> yeah, yes because there's sometimes you're gonna hate <laughs> i don't want to use hate because it's a strong word you're gonna but, dislike them yeah you're gonna dislike the, the 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 lover part or the relationship part is gonna have some troubles in it but you're always gonna have that your friend that you go back to that's like, hey, hi, okay, I'm gonna be nice to you because you know you're my friend. You know, I'm not saying that you know you don't have issues with your friend, but like, like true friends, like you know, there are people who have been friends since they were kids. Like you know, that's never ending. Like that's a true mm -hmm. friendship. You know, so if when you if you have that layer to fall back on, that's an extra strong rock you can put in your relationship. Like sometimes in movies, and this is the like why movies can be bad, is that movies don't really develop that friendship aspect for the most part. I mean, that's the same as just even in. Hopefully, it's recording. That's, yeah, that's the recording. same as mm -hmm. even in our regular relationships today. People just skip over that friendship. They're like, ooh, I met this girl. She's cute. I like her. I'm gonna slide in her DMs. Oh, yeah. you want to go on a date? And they mm -hmm. go straight into the romantic part of the relationship. They don't get to build up that part of. Yeah. You know, being friends and getting to know this person beyond the sex, beyond the, ooh, she looks good in those jeans, you know, type mm. aspect. And Just when knowing the, her heart, knowing what she likes or stuff like that. Yeah. Just knowing her as a friend. Like, and when the issues happen in the relationship, they fall, they, there's really nothing to fall yeah, back on. Yeah, there's nothing to fall back on. They're like, okay, you're not my friend, really. I just liked you because you made my heart go a little pitter-patter yeah you gave me a little butterflies and you made my downstairs area feel a little sweet flicky, flicky. yeah but <laughs> other than that like i don't have anything else to fall back on because i don't really know you enough to like you like that yeah like you know that's the that's the thing that's the problem like you know we see people uh today it, it's this is weird tinder swipe culture of whoops <laughs> this is the one i want to go out with this weekend um i mean lust the eye That's yeah like you know it's all very lush know, physical driven. like there's no deep connection there nope. like you know i i don't want to jinx it but i want to say one thing like you know with my with my um best friend you know we've never fought not even once and that's something that I'm so in awe of whenever I think about. We, you and I, I don't think we've even ever fought. Like, like really, like... I mean, we've had disagreements. Uh -huh. Maybe a little bit of a... 
We haven't had even really like a real heated argument where things got like bad. No. We've had disagreements where like, ooh, you irritate me. But I like, just, yeah, there's just times where okay, we kind whatever. of irritate each other. Yeah. Like, you know, it's, it's maybe stresses of life is kind of getting on our back. Yeah, but then we're like, oh, wait a second. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> we snap uh, out of it pretty exactly. quickly. We've never had And that's a because of the friendship fun. there. Yeah. You know? Like, I, there's no times like, uh, I'm like, oh, man. Uh, you know? Like, yeah, I'm just like. Any, there's never been a time where I like truly like hated your guts. Like I'm about to leave. Thank you for that. <laughs> there's times when I'm like, hmm, I don't really like him right now, but mm. I know that I love him. So let me just like chill out for a second. I'm stuck with him for the rest of my life, so I might as well just get over this. There's no sense of being miserable. <laughs> yeah, and and that was um something I always remember from the the um the lawyer. That, that where did us I don't know what he marriage? was, but the officiant we call him. Yeah, the, the, the man who officiated our marriage said, you know, she's always going to be a friend. He told me, you know, remember, always remember that. And that's something that I've always stuck with me because, you know, it's so important to understand that in a marriage, you're going to have ups and downs. And you have to really learn to wipe the board, you know, yes. like sometimes. Forgiveness is key. Yeah, like if you, you know, don't know how to forgive, please don't get married. Just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's a new chapter every day. You have to understand that things happen. You know, wipe the board, start a new, and, and build something fresh. Some people, like for me, I'm so I'm, I'm I'm not the best at letting things go. But like marriage has taught me, you have to. You have you to. Just have to. You know, because like mean, what you're gonna do? Fight all day? Yeah. At the end of the day. The <laughs> at the end of the day. You can stay mad at each other, but you mm. made a vow to death do us part. So you can spend that whole time together until you die being mad at each other. Or you can be like, you know what? He's human just like me. You know what? We're going through the same situation that's really sucky right now that, you know, has got me a little bit in my feelings yeah. sometimes. So maybe he's feeling like that too. So maybe I need to cut him some slack like I would want him to cut me some slack. And you know, you have to put yourself in that mindset. So either I can be miserable this whole time or I can forgive him and we can move forward and make something better. What about, okay. And we, at the top of the podcast, about the show, we talked about uh, Jeff Bezos and the divorce and everything. What for you should ever lead to divorce? What, what, what happens? Um, I mean, for me, I feel like if there's infidelity, I do think that is, that's it. That's, that's, I mean, some people I think can be able to work through it. Some people, mm -hmm. maybe it's not a good idea because if someone's a, you know, habitual cheater, yeah, it's kind of hard to get them out of that thing. And if they don't want to change, you can't change another human being. So if they don't want to change, there's no sense of sitting there and putting yourself through that turmoil. Okay. Um, and if the other person just doesn't want to work it out, I don't see why you should sit there and try to convince somebody to love you the way you deserve to be loved. So if they walk away, I would say let them walk away. True. Other yeah. than that, I feel like if two people are willing to fight for their marriage and do what it takes to keep their marriage, then there's no reason to be divorced. That's right, but I would like to look up, like, see what's really the main reason why people get divorced, and I think it's infidelity, I um, cheating. I mean, I know there's also like maybe. financial aspects I mean, too. 
finances is a big thing. I think before you ever get married, really talk about finances, how you plan to use the money that you mm-hmm. earn, how you plan to, you know, build. Your yeah, build together. Well. What's your expectations on who's paying for what? Is it a 50-50 deal? Do you think the man should take care of everything? Like, do you eventually one day, if you're a woman, not want to have to work? You need to tell your husband that. Team like, communication is what's very your key. expectations? Yeah, yeah, definitely. You need to talk about everything. Talk about it because money is a very touchy subject for people. It is. It, it just is. It's stressful. It's because a stressful that's how subject. you survive. So how you spend your money is very important, and people see money in different ways. So you definitely need to make sure you're on the same page with that, and. I mean, we're working through it, but I kind of wish we would have talked about it a little bit more before. But, yeah. you know, you I, live I and you learn. I think we did talk about it a lot. We did. Yeah. Obviously, that they're unforeseen I mean, things. Yeah, that there's some questions you don't even know you need to ask until you're in the situation like, mm, yeah. maybe I should have asked that before. So. But there's some, you know, some things you, you, you don't know. And I think that's why it's almost important to have that open dialogue of communication. Yes. It's always communicate. You're going to always communicate, communicate. Always. Sometimes it's even good to over-communicate so you know what... Yeah, I don't think there's even from. a such thing as over communicating, like especially in a husband and wife situation where you're supposed to be one and you're mm-hmm. on this team, like you have to know what's going on <laughs> in the other person's mind. That's why I'm always asking you questions and always yeah, like, yeah. let's talk about this, let's talk about this, because that's the type of relationship I always saw myself having. Well, there's no problem. I basically, agree. it's kind of like a stream of thought thing. Like, I always want to know what you're thinking. I want to tell you what I'm thinking. Like, so we can always be on that same page sort of side thing. But that's just my, my preferences. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. I'm going to round this up because I don't want, you know, the first podcast I do to be too long. But I want to ask, I, I guess, a very kind of kind of tie things up in a boat for everyone what would be the best and the worst thing about marriage for you i'll go first okay. the worst thing for me is having a friend that you can see every day that's always there for you mm-hmm. the worst thing for me is cold showers oh gosh because <laughs> if you know anything about women when they take showers oh no you take longer no, showers no, no, than no, me no, so no, don't no. even go there no 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 when they take showers they use all of the damn cold <laughs> well, I mean hot water so that's the you're gonna Unless you take showers together, you're gonna get you're not gonna get any hot water. So that's would be mine. Okay. Well the best thing for me is definitely that whole friendship aspect. Like I literally get to live and see my best friend every day and we truly are like best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst thing for me, I don't wanna say worst, but like the hardest thing has been like relinquishing control. Mm. it's a hard thing interesting because there's always this like fight for power that goes on in people like we want to have control of our own lives and now we have to like sort of navigate and compromise in all our ways and you know i've been living on my own for the past you know five years like i have my own ways no i agree i'm the same way i get that trying to change to come together as one is a very hard thing to do but I think we're 
we're doing pretty well so far. There's a lot yes. to work on still. <laughs> but yeah, that's definitely been a hard thing. Like in my mind saying, okay, Brianna, just step, step back, back a little bit. <laughs> you married this man because you trust him. So let him, you know, take the reins a little bit and give him a little bit more control. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm working on it. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> But I would like to thank you so much for doing this uh, show with me, doing this podcast. I'm sure you'll be on here again. I will. I'll be back. <laughs> no problem. I'm looking forward to it. And I want to thank everyone for listening. If you've made it to the end here, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen to the podcast. My beautiful wife here is going to be having her own show her blog right now in the kingdom bound women right i yes. have that correct kingdomboundwomen.com dot com is going to be coming i'm going to put out the details in the description for you wherever this will be posted i hope you see that and you check it out uh, for me check me out salvation from the matrix is the youtube channel sftm check it out you're going to see more motivational stuff like this we're going to for the podcast itself it's more talking about uh, things like this and topics like this and just discussing and i'll be hoping to bring different types of hosts uh uh people that i'll be hosting with people i'll be talking to on here for various topics once again it's been brian and i hope you guys have a lovely day and goodbye goodbye see you guys later